hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi Heiue. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Today, we're talking with the iconic and sexy Louis Hansen. Louis is Australia's internet sweetheart, and he's been kind enough to join us for main topic today and help us out with our listener question and give us his own confession. I mean, it's, it, I just can't wait. So excited. As always, my love, give me an update. What have you been up to? Well, I know you've been dying to hear about my Reiki yes. feelings. Yes. The GBs will know we had a beautiful uh, psychic mm-hmm. come on the show a wee while back, yeah. Anita, and she suggested that I get some Reiki. Yeah, she did. So hey. lots of blockages, lots of blockages mm. in the love space, yeah. apparently. Yeah. So um, went and got my Reiki. Mm-hmm. Wow. What happened? What happened? So it was really beautiful. Obviously, Reiki, if you're not familiar, is all it's in terms of in it's all about energy mm-hmm. healing, mm-hmm. touch, and mm-hmm. you know non-touch is involved, crystals, all the woo woo shit, which mm-hmm. you know we're obsessed with mm-hmm. here at Good Bitch. And um, one one outtake from that is she said that my sacral chakra was out of balance. How did she? So she doesn't put her hand on her your vagina, does she? She just no. I wish. I wish that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get that lucky. Your eyes rolled to the back of yeah. your head. <laughs> I didn't get that lucky, but there was a lot of touching, just light touching. Some interesting sensations as well when she puts your hands on on, on you. It's, mm. It almost felt like a buzzing in my ear. Wow. It felt like a tingling sensation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But essentially uh, the, the outtake was that my sacral chakra was out of balance. And the sacral relates, it's sort of in between your navel and your pussy. Your pussy. Mm. And it relates to creative, emotional mm. and sexual energy. Basically our ability to flow with change. Mm-hmm. And I was saying to Jules I feel like what's happened is that I've got a big house move coming up Mm -hmm. and my need for stability is freaking out yeah yeah. so yeah we're also doing this every like we're creating every day now we we have mic'd up Louis so Louis I want to ask you yes when you are you're obviously content creator and the Mm. king of it may I say when you're in the thick of it (laughs) are you getting late (laughs) (laughs) you know what no Yes. <laughs> no. I look, you know, as we're single, you yeah. know, we yeah. we do what single people do. We yes. we date, but I probably am not getting laid as much as you'd probably think. Mm. And it's such a sad time. And Same with that's us. Honey, all we have time yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for Bye. coming on. No, we're right there with you, honey. Okay, but the, by the time this drops, I gotta say a big happy birthday uh, to our Aries Queen sitting yes. next to me. My pod wife for life. <laughs> for wife for life. We'll be 60 and being like, my pussy. My pussy. <laughs> So, yeah, um, my 30th 2.0 mm-hmm. is coming plus, up plus, yeah. because COVID had to be a bitch and steal my thunder. And, you know, as your Aries queen, I was not having that. No. So we, we need to redeem a full year and we're doing 30th 2.0. I love that. Yeah. Love that for me. Love so, for yeah, birthday Monday. Let's see what happens. Let's see what the next year has in store for us, Jules. How do you feel? How do you feel? Um, or how did you I've, feel that way, that year went and what are you hoping to kind of change for 31? I mean, I just feel like, honestly, being real, I feel like I lost a year of my life. Yeah. COVID just play, played with your gal so much. Yeah. I was like, it's like, where did that 12 months go? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So 
I need to make the next 12 months like the best fucking year of my life because yep. that year was a hot mess. So yep. it's 2.0. Here we go, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. You know I'm always down for you know. ruining your life. But Jules, I've heard you've got a little apology to make to the listeners. So did you want to get into that? I do. Listening back to our last ep and it has been playing on my mind, I obviously come in intro and I'm like, hi, how a big? And I'm so calm and you know I, I do like my voice and it's really just lovely and then yes. by the time I'm talking to Jodes yes. I'm like bah, 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 speaking a million yeah. miles an hour and I, do, I think what the listeners don't understand is that Jodie and I do we do not catch up we only talk about business so yes. when I get behind the mic and I finally get to talk to Jodes I'm genuinely so excited yeah so. people think that we're like besties that live out of each other's pockets mm. but we just have a very organic real connection completely so that's what you're picking up but we yeah. only we speak often because of the potty but we only see each other maybe once a week yeah completely and that works for us so um a listener did reach out and they were like hi guys I think there's something wrong <laughs> with the production because it sounds like you're talking two times you know when you can accidentally um flick it and you can make it go faster yeah yeah, yeah. they're like oh I think the production's just you know and I was like you're a fucking good bitch like you want you wanted to try and like if we could solve help it. out that's just my skits nature no that that's just our um, spirit our energy that you're picking up yeah there, babe. so thank you yeah, I will try and um, just talk a little slower. Um, what else is going on with me? I've got a couple of odd jobs here and there. I'll, I'll do anything these days. I love it. I yeah. think having no career but lots of jobs is the way to go. Oh, my it God. It is so fun. fun. Um, so, yeah, just doing odd jobs here and there. I did. I went to my bestie's birthday. We had a beautiful, beautiful picnic and uh, me and my other besties a girl we were talking to this group of guys mm. and naturally they were like what do you do I was like I'm a podcaster and well they're like what is it about I was like um you know sex unfortunately not good sex millennial women yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we naturally got into just like fuck it. I feel like as soon as people realize that you talk about sex a lot they're just like ask you the nastiest shit and it's like a Tuesday morning at 11 a.m so like, many oh, assumptions are made yeah hey, it's crazy but there was something that we brought up and we we're talking about um giving heads and me and my girlfriend um, were saying how we sometimes don't like to go home with a guy and give them head straight away because mm. their penis tastes dead ass like urine. <laughs> and you can, you can taste the piss. And it's not my, cute. my guy mates were like, what do you mean? <laughs> and thank God, one of um, my bestie, who's very in tune with um, women, he yes. was like, yeah, that's my, I, I always dab um, my penis on a little towel <laughs> to make sure it, it doesn't taste like urine for the girl. <laughs> Have you ever put a dick in your mouth and it tastes just like piss? Not urine, but it's definitely had like a must. There's definitely been one or two musty situations that I didn't enjoy. Yeah. Did I, not I, love for me for me in my mouth. I've Louis, got to say that. Louis, I've got to get your input. Louis <laughs> <laughs> like bitch. Urine tasting dick. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know if it's just that like the straight male just being unaware. Mm. And I could be completely wrong mm-hmm. on this, but I feel like if we're talking about two men, mm-hmm. we have more of an, uh, or in the situations that I've been mm-hmm. in, there's been more of an understanding yes. mm. about hygiene. the dick that you have because you also like other dicks. Yes. Mm. Um, that being said, sometimes that's not always the case. I always, not actually, no, I shouldn't say always, but if if I have a bit of um, an inkling that mm. there could be a bit of like a, mm. bit of a mm. situation <laughs> scenario. 
I always just like to drown it in my spit first. Oh, yeah. you know, so override it in my with, with my own yeah, kind yeah. of. Well, there's your GB tip of the week. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's initiative. That when is. in doubt, just spit. Just spit yeah. on it. Just spit on it, babe. Yeah, I it'll mask the that. mask. Yeah. Oh, mm. the fuck we have to do I that. Love Straight that. guys are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, They're clueless, right. aren't they? Clueless. On that very sexy note, we're going to go to a quick break. But make sure you've rated us five stars mm-hmm. and f- you're following your gals on IG at Good Bitch Pod. We'll be right back. <laughs> GBs, we are back with main topic with Louis Hansen. Now, Louis is an Australian writer, presenter, podcaster, and comedic content creator. Fuck, is there nothing you can't do? Yeah, wow. (laughs) He's joining us today to share with us his experience being a young, very attractive gay man in Oz today. Gives us an insight to his socials boom. And of course, GBs spills the absolute tea. Yeah. Thanks for being with us, Louis. I need to. Get, I just need to get comfortable. Ooh, you yes, love that. Honey. Make yourself at I'm home. I'm in the GB pod. Yes. I just need to right into it. Yeah. Please. Right away. Well, look. Let's get straight into mm. it, shall we, Jules? Now we're going to ask what we ask all of our VIP guests to begin with, Louis. Which is, what's your love language? Can we go through all of the of love course. languages? Thank yeah. you. Jules so is the pro. Gift giving mm-hmm. is one. Words of affirmation, physical touch, spending time. Or acts of service. Mm. Physical touch, yeah. for sure. For sure. Physical touch speaks to me, but not in the, like, lots of fucking kind yeah. of yeah, way. Yeah. Just, like, if, I, if I'm if i sitting down and they're walking past, maybe, like, you know, a touch of the shoulder. Mm. Or if we're sitting next to each other at a dinner, just, like, grazing my hand, like, a couple of scratches. Yeah. Just to know that they're there. Yeah, you know? I love that. So I would say physical touch. My own love language, like symbolically, would mm. be that they appreciate Hilary Duff and like just understand that she is Quinn. the magnum well, opus of life. Well, that was the next level to yeah. the love language, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah that, so I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, being a gay icon, Australia's um, internet sweetheart, as I keep calling you. <sighs> Once again, I paid you to say that. We've got, yeah, so I said, give me my $20 when yeah. we leave here, please. <laughs> Um, we've got so many beautiful queer listeners and we've had a few questions come through. When you came out, was it hard and how did you do it and what advice would you give someone who's in that same position? Mm. I um yeah, I found it I found it really difficult and it's looking back with hindsight, mm. it's um even weird to think that I once did find it difficult. Mm. But, you know, when when you're closeted and when you're kind of going through it, it's kind of it weighs down on you um, 24 seven. Mm. It's, it's a burden. And I mean, I I look at like the some young kids now and they're coming out at like 13, 14 and I'm just like, fuck, I'm so jealous. Yeah. I mean, I came out at 19. It's like, you know, not not late still in life, young. but mm. still still young. Could have been earlier. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just really struggled throughout school and then came out. Yeah. A year after. Uh, I finished high school. I hadn't even kissed a boy at that point. Like, Mm -hmm. when I came out, I still hadn't, like, Mm -hmm. had any interaction with a boy. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what we need to do. But, yeah, it was... Like, just looking back, part of me feels foolish because my family, my friends, everyone's so supportive. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, when you're... No matter what you're struggling with, you know, the biggest demons that you have are the ones that you create in your own mind for yourself. Mm -hmm. 
So I was definitely my my own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. I would say if you're, you know, struggling right now, first and foremost, and if you're too scared to kind of tell anyone in in real life, mm. the internet's your best friend. I mean, there are articles, there are people to follow, you know, there are idols and role models that you can find online. That's definitely what I did at like 2 a.m. I would mm. just like Google. Mm-hmm. I'd Google like gay in Google News. It's like... <laughs> Who's come out? (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, find that safe space. But also Mm. at the end of the day, just take your time with it. You know, everyone's on their own journey of, like, self-discovery. And I don't think we ever get to a point in our lives as humans where we do feel like, okay, this is, you know, who I am forever now. I feel like we're always constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. So just be kind to yourself. Be patient. We love that. I just love that. He's just just one of us. I know. Love that. (laughs) Just love that. Now, the boy who paints his nails red. Obsessed. I mean, we just we die for this book. I know it's something Jules is very passionate about on a mm. personal level. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us what inspired you? We know the story behind it, but maybe just share a little bit for our listeners. For sure. I I've always thought a lot about, you know, when when I was a kid mm. and times have definitely changed already, but when I was a kid, I really struggled to find kind of any forms of any medium that kind of spoke to me um, as a young flamboyant kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the the binary was real and it was mm-hmm. very much girls do this, boys mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Girls aspire to be this, boys aspire to be mm-hmm. that. Which we've, you know, obviously come to realise now is just a very archaic way mm-hmm. of thinking. Yeah. But, yeah, a, a few years ago I had an encounter with a little boy on a, um, on a train in Melbourne and he had his nails painted and he was with his father and um, my nails were painted and we kind of looked at each other and our nails were painted the same colour. Mm. And we kind of just had this bonding moment where even though he was maybe like three or four and I was mm. you know, 20, we kind of just felt this camaraderie just because because of our nails. Yeah. And so that just got me thinking, like, you know, to, to that little boy, he he's so confident in who he is now, but when he enters primary school and, you know, mm-hmm. starts hanging out with people or, or feeling pressures to feel popular, mm. he might feel the need to take off that nail polish. Mm-hmm. So then I thought, you know what, fuck it. Let's write, let's write a cute children's picture storybook with, you know, kids like him in mind who might feel like they, you know, don't have anyone around them that can kind of relate to, to their experience. Yeah, and I think that's that's just what I love. I like I love creating stuff that just is is aimed at people who feel like they may not fit in. Mm, you know, I love that. Well, Louis and I were at a party together a couple of months ago, and I was like, "Fuck, did you?" Because it's something that I would like to go down that path as well. But we were saying, "Did it, did it fulfill you?" And Louis was saying, "Like beyond your wildest dreams, like this job has been your favorite." Mm. It's just it's so rewarding, mm. and I mean, especially like when you you write it and you put so much love into it, you know, and and you publish it, it, it all gets shipped mm. off. You hope that it'll have an effect on like kids' lives, yeah. But you can't really imagine it or expect it to happen. But yeah, even like. Now I'll still get photos of, you know, parents or emails from parents and they'll it'll be like a picture of their kid reading the book oh and my goodness. flicking through the pages, the beautiful pages um, illustrated by my dear, dear friend Daisy Squires. Amazing. So beautiful. And, yeah, it just makes me so happy. Oh, yeah. we're That's so proud so of you. Oh, Definitely have impacted you. lives. And that party that we were at was fun. Oh, my God. That was the night. Okay, Jodes. Can we get into that real quick? Okay, so I was like, guys, I'm not drinking um, 
lying also, to I'm, yourself. I'm, I'm not Sorry to pivot from my wholesome <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ch- children's picture story book to that lit party. Oh my God. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not drinking because Jodes and I had a um, the merch shoot. Remember, I was oh, so hungover. I was asleep. Yes. Out of, so we had to shoot merch the next day. And like, Jodes was like, let's just do it early, babe. And obviously, Tuesday, Jules was like, done. I'm a Sunday person. Yeah. <laughs> and then anyway, Saturday, I'm like, I'm not drinking. And then classic Jules. I was like, everyone can come back to my house. <laughs> didn't, didn't know many people. We all came back. Louis and I, I've got Louis on my shoulders. We're, we're dressing up in um like the brides, you know, because I've got lots of uh, hens parties. Obsessed. There's, I, lo- I love everywhere. your party box. Dick everywhere. So that's the last thing. Yeah, so that's when we were talking about the children's book. Clearly. Yeah, no, yeah. A very wholesome <laughs> night. Yeah. Lots of different conversations were covered during yes. that night. Yeah. Um, it was a very blurry night for me, <laughs> if I say so myself. But it was great to kind of revisit the stories the next morning and be like, oh, yeah, I was on her shoulders like 50% of the night. Literally. Yeah. We'll chuck it on stories. That's, we'll chuck it on the GB stories. That's Jules' stories. party trick. Yeah. Um, okay, now socials talk. Yeah. Um, did your IG following happen as fast as it looked? Was there one video or one gig that really broke the internet? Or for you, has it been a slog and finally people are starting to recognise that? Yes and yes. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I started, um, I really found a passion in just creating shit that made people laugh and made people think. And I've been doing it for a hot minute, but Mm. yeah, last year it kind of, yeah, it started to pop off. Mm. I think Mm -hmm. it was, it was like a culmination of a couple of factors. It was um, the introduction of reels, which really Mm -hmm. helped. Mm -hmm. And then one of my videos got featured on um, Best of Grinder. You know, Best oh, yes. of Grinder. Yes, yes, Literally, yes. in my eyes, the mecca of like <laughs> gay meme Instagram pages. <laughs> At the start of last year, my New Year's resolution was getting on Best of Grinder. I mean, that's manifestation. That's manifestation. Yeah. And yeah. everyone yeah. laughed. And I was like, no, fuck you all. I'm going to get on Best of Grinder. <laughs> okay, where were you when you got the notification? We all remember those types yes. of days. I, I woke up. Oh. It was like overnight. So I just woke up, I looked at my phone, and I. I think I passed out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love that. Um, And yeah, I think at the same time, Rona had come into full Mm. force. So Mm. I was just staying at home Mm -hmm. a lot and just like pumping out a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time was Twin Gate, where I found a twin of mine, an identical twin who lives overseas. Um, Wait, really? Yeah, so we, we, we look identical. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So a friend of mine sent me, this is like the TLDR version, friend of mine sent me a picture and was like, is this you? And for the first time I was like, whole is, I don't remember. Is that? Yeah. Um, so it was this guy called Roy who was um, lives over in the Netherlands. And it turns out that his partner, Rian, who is this wildly successful content creator, model angel on this earth, turns out that she had her own thing going on her socials where she was trying to find his twin as well. And worlds kind of collided. And, um, yeah, that kind of... A lot of people... Have you spoken? Have you spoken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you similar in any way? So from... I I don't think so. Okay. I think I have Rian's personality and Roy's looks. So I've now coined myself as their love child. Yeah, perfect. Love that. I've welcomed myself into their family. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was kind of wild. And I think over like 24 hours, I got like, I think, 10K followers. Wow. Which... It's just like, it's the power of the internet, you know, like the internet's just so wild and you just never know what's going to stick or like what people are going to gravitate towards. So yeah, last year was just like a culmination of 
just mm. fucking random things. You're preaching to the choir because yeah. we're, we're Jodes and I are like, fuck, we're in stitches over this. This is gonna pop off. We get some gets a few here and yeah. there from the loyal followers. Yeah. Then we posted one of me sobbing into Domino, yeah. so that's our most liked photo <laughs> of all like, time. Like, you know, and we were just like, oh, may as well. We need content right now. You know, we didn't even <laughs> think about it. Out there, it. Yeah. yeah, fuck. That's the way you just you never know. You never know. But I've always found that sometimes you just got to throw a bunch of shit at the wall yeah. and just to see, see what, what sticks. sticks. Yeah. Well, what's your most starstruck moment, or who's the biggest person to repost or reach out? Yeah. Because mm. I. I saw that Dolly Alderton repo and she's like my favorite her. author, favorite podcaster, everything. Can you believe that's I can't it's believe insane. That. Yeah, I feel I feel unworthy of like, you know, yeah. even like having her space on an Instagram yeah, story. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, people like Dolly. I think mm, yeah. that's that's just insane. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, just having random kind of publications and like meme pages post yeah, repost yeah. stuff yeah is yeah it's it's just wild mm-hmm. well we saw your um your footage with the queen Rita Ora oh can you give us a little just a, how is it how is she like because that's what the listeners want to know no, as well I am um, she she's so nice yeah. She's so nice. So it was right before um, a TikTok gig mm-hmm. and they like lined a few of us up and they're like, okay, you have like two, she was in the green room with, you know, her entourage and they were like, you have two minutes mm-hmm. to um, like go in, mm-hmm. say hi, film stuff and then fuck off. Mm-hmm. And I, it felt like kind of like an audition moment where you yeah, like yeah. wait for your time and they'd be like, go in, you'd be like, okay, You're like great. jumping hoops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, it was so much fun. Wow. Yeah, it was so much fun. I think I had a couple champagnes already um, by that point. So yeah, I was, just kind of went in all guns blazing. Vibing, yeah. But she's great. Awesome. Yeah, we, we went to the Mardi Gras at, mm. was it SCG? Yeah. Yeah, SCG. She was performing and I didn't actually even realise she was performing until we got there. It was such a rush and, oh my God, fucking loved it. Just, just We just went the fuck off. Yeah. Mm. And we took Blake, we took our We producer. took Blake with us. Yeah. first ever Mardi Gras. Your first ever yes. Mardi Gras? Yeah. So, and wow. we were, Louis, very, very on brand. So we were just going to go for um, a drink at Imperial <laughs> and then I was going to split and then I was like, do you guys want to come? And then it ended up, <laughs> and then like, I yeah. come home at fucking Monday morning. Yeah. As long as uh, you started off with wholesome intentions, that's yes. what that is. Now, we've got to ask you, what is it like dating as a gay man in Sydney? What's your type? Mm. You never know. He could be out, he could be listening yeah. right now. <laughs> so dating in Sydney, bland, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. barren, oh. dry. <laughs> We're here. Are you talking about our yeah, yeah. I'm feeling a connection. <laughs> Seriously, I um look. I've been in Sydney for three three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved up from Melbourne, and look, I've the conundrum that I've come to realize is that. I feel as though Sydney has a larger gay scene. Mm-hmm. Personally, I feel like it's just a, a bit more generic. Mm. There's more of the same type of person. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's kind of been that's kind of been difficult. Mm. Um. I've always said that the the men around the area give off the flavour of hot dog water. Just very. I can mm. taste that immediately. I know. I can taste that. I don't yeah. love that taste. So I've definitely found myself, you know, um, not not looking, but mm. um, I'm just waiting for that person that mm-hmm. just comes along who, you know. Lights your fire? Yeah. yeah. Well, then what is your type? Yeah. So what would you swipe right to? Yeah. Um, honestly, 
I just don't think I have a type. I mean, okay. at the end of the day, yeah. if you're hot, you're hot, yeah. right? <laughs> like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also I'm very much about, I think it's like I, I don't have a type when it comes to looks, mm. but I have a type when it comes to like the energy that mm. you give off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Your kind of aura. Like if yeah. you can, if you have great chat, mm-hmm. yeah. if we can play a bit of like, back and forth, you know, yeah. how you yeah. kind of give each other a bit of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they can send it back. Yeah. Exactly, sexy. exactly. Yeah. Like if you can put up with this yeah. and hold your own, yes. then that's attractive to Perfect. me. That's so what we're struggling energy. to find. Yeah, we're struggling to find that, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Okay, so being <sighs> reposted by all of these huge gay counts on Instagram, have you ever slept with someone who slid into your DMs? Oh. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I mean, look, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't think I have ever slept with someone who has like slid in, being mm-hmm. like, "I'm like a fan of your stuff." Yeah, hey okay. baby. Yeah. It's mostly been like mutuals, grinder. Yeah. One night stands. Yeah. Yeah. Tick, tick, tick. Love all of that. Yeah. Love it all. Most horrific date. Any terrible experiences you could share? First of all, I need to make a disclaimer. I've okay. been quite lucky on the dating front. Mm-hmm. As in, well, I'm like still single now. So yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't go so well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but on the whole, I've had pretty good dates. Mm. There is one, though, that was just a bit strange. A bit on the nose. Mm. Mm-hmm. Through Grinder. Need I say more? Went over to his house. He was like sitting in the corner. It was quite a dimly lit room, and he was just <laughs> sipping his glass of red and just like reading a book. Nothing <laughs> against killer. that. Serial killer. Yeah. killer. <laughs> yeah. It's giving Christian yeah, Grey. Very, very much of that. <laughs> and anyway, so we were just talking for a couple of hours, and he mentioned that he he had a, a kid. I was like, great, love that for you. He mentioned some other fun facts. And, but I just got the vibe where I was like, I need to leave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, had to wait until we finished the bottle of red though, because mm-hmm. it'd be rude not to. Yeah. So I finished the bottle and then he was like, I'm going to go make a call or something. You can hang around if you want. And I was like, no, I'm going to fuck off. Mm. Okay. Ha- had a couple of good duties who were around the corner at a bar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to go have a drink with them. So it, it, the date itself was fine. Just gave me weird vibes. But the next day I showed the, the guy's profile to a good friend of mine. And my friend of mine saw his face and was like, no, you fucking didn't. You didn't. And I was like, what? He's like, you went over to his house? You're like, what? I'm like, what happened? Yeah. And he started to unravel all of the lies that this guy had told me throughout the night. He was like, did he say he has a kid? Because he doesn't. Oh, my God. Did he say that he likes doing this like X, Y, Z? Because he doesn't. It's a known fact he lies. And finally, did he say his name was X? Because it's not. So this guy, actual serial killer, the entire night had created this entire like facade character, and yeah, I was just in this stranger's house. That's so much effort just for a fuck. Yeah, and like didn't even lead to a fuck. Yeah, wow. Oh, okay. Make, make some like better like lies about yourself. You know 100%. what I mean? Yeah. He like lies about just having a cat and that's wild to him. Like, yeah. not if he's nothing <laughs> yeah. even cool. At least be like a secret billionaire or something. Yes. Facts. Okay. Well, best best ever. Doesn't have to be a first date, but best ever date that you're like fuck up that we had fun. Yeah. 
Oh, there was a cute one. Tell, tell. Met through a mutual friend. Mm -hmm. He was, this was in Melbourne. He was, I'm just getting flustered imagining. Oh, it's like, gosh. No, no, it's like people, like if people listen. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> like if the, yeah. if the friend listens and like yeah. passes him the episode, I'm fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, he was like in Melbourne for like a, a couple of weeks and it was just really wholesome. We went to a rooftop bar, then got a bottle of wine mm -hmm. and then sat by the Yarra, mm -hmm. the Melbourne GBs, that they'll know the Yarra. Yes, cute. And we kind of just, yeah, drank drank a bottle of wine under the stars, talked oh. some real shit. Oh, and my goodness. I think for me, like, I'm, when it comes to dates and just, like, dating in general, mm -hmm. I'm, like, very low maintenance. Like, I, my favourite dates are the ones where we just, like, have a bottle of wine, we sit down and we talk. Mm. Yeah. So it was just a really cute one. That. That's like my dream day. And it's so nice that you knew exactly what one it was. Like, yeah. It's obviously left such a stamp. Cute. I All should right. call him. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, please. If you're listening, call Louis right now. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a bit of, bit of a left turn. Jules, do you want to ask this one maybe? So you mentioned that antidepressants mm. sometimes kill your libido. Are you in mm. that stage at the moment? Do you go through long droughts and then it's all on or is it completely off? So I've been taking antidepressants on and off mm -hmm. since the age of like since 19. Mm -hmm. So I'm 25 now. So mm -hmm. it's been a good six years of being on and off meds. And um, yeah, something they don't really or isn't really talked about is the fact that meds like absolutely fuck up your libido. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. fuck them up. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've never really had like a constant libido. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And for, uh, you know, the majority of my twenties, I've been absolutely not horny, mm -hmm. but um, it was kind of, it's, yeah, it was interesting. It kind of brings up interesting questions like, you know, when I'm dating someone, and I'm not kind of feeling horny, but mm. I kind of feel like I should be like wanting mm -hmm. sex. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, being in your like early 20s, yeah. you yeah. know, that's the thing that you do. Yeah. yeah. You fuck. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's so right now I'm like kind of weaning off meds. And that in itself is interesting because mm. I'm just noticing how my libido can be like crazy high and then like crash the next day. Mm -hmm. So I guess for now I'm just going with, with the motions, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, like meds and sex drive. It's, it's, it's a weird thing. And does that kind of entwine with dating? Are you completely like just off it completely? Or are you still, do you still try and push through that? Or are you like, you know what? Just not now. I feel like I used to always, I used to push through it. Mm -hmm. Because, as I said before, I felt like I just I had to. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is a thing that you do. Like, you want to yeah. meet people. You want to be single. But, you know, when, when the meds would kick in, it was this weird thing of being, obviously, it would make you happier mm. um, and would kill your sex drive. But because you were so happy, you didn't really care that your sex drive was so low. Mm. Yeah. So there was, like, a period, like, whenever that happened mm. like eight months would go by where I wouldn't talk to anyone and I would just be so focused on myself mm -hmm. and I'd be like yes, yes I am powerful yeah, yeah but yeah on on the whole but then sometimes you get really lonely and you're yeah. like hey like I should be I should be putting myself out there yeah. but yeah I have always found it difficult in the past to kind of bring up that conversation with the person that I've been seeing mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it, and to be honest, it's still a work in progress. Completely. Yeah. yeah we're all for that here, here at GB. We've got 100%. lots of work to do, both yeah. of us and us. We do, we do. <laughs> um, during those libido spikes when you're having a good time with it, what is your favourite kink in the bedroom? <gasps> what What would be your go-to? Yeah. I am partial to a bit – look, it depends on – the dynamic, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sometimes you're you're talking to someone and you're like, okay, I know which position mm-hmm. I will assume. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, to, to beat around the bush. But on the whole, <laughs> not on the whole, yeah, <laughs> physically. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, but yeah. like. I do. I am partial to a bit of the old choke. Oh, we love. We love. Um, and the old spit. Yes, we're just we love both about of those that. things. Yeah. Yeah, um, they're, they're fun. Is it's it, passion? It yeah. is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> is there a kink that you've discovered lately, or that you've been like, "Oh, I didn't realize this was a thing." Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, look. <laughs> I what think. Is this gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nasty shit. Yeah. No, I think I've just realised that it would be, lately it would be fun to kind of spice things up by doing a bit of like role play and mm-hmm. stuff. Because mm-hmm. that's something that um, I just like haven't really done over over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but recently, not like, I haven't been like assuming a new character for like the past seven nights. And, like, yeah. But role play would be fun. Yes. yes. But because we're both... Well, we're all creators. I reckon our role play would be like, okay, now I'm going to be the comedian and you be the audience. <laughs> like, like, you just laugh at my we, fucking we joke. Suck at it. Okay, my darling, yeah. I'm going to start trapping up just a couple more f- uh, spicy questions. Yes. Gay saunas. Yes. Have you been, can you give us basic straight people? The 101. Tea? Yeah, what happens in them? Yeah. I've never been to a sauna. Okay. Ooh, okay. Never been to a sauna, but a lot of my friends have. Mm-hmm. And it is wild. <laughs> they stay in there for hours, hey. For hours. And I have questions myself. Yes. First and foremost, my social anxiety goes off. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. So, like, do I just drop everything and yeah. am I just naked for a few hours as I roam around? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, that makes me so fucking anxious. Um, but, yeah, look. Much respect to the sauna. Yeah, well, because there's yeah. so many on Oxford Street. Yeah. So many. I really want to go. I'd love to go. go. <laughs> Same. I, I get social anxiety too. Yeah. So I totally, yeah, empathise with, with how that would be. And it's kind of the same way that I approach, like, the idea of having a threesome yeah. where I feel like knowing my luck, the t- like, those two would really vibe and I'd be the corner <laughs> just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay attention to me. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like it'd be like that in the sauna setting where I'd be, like, yeah. in the corner, like... You're doing an amazing job, sweetie. Yeah, yeah. You're doing Love great. Just touching one of their legs, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm my here gosh. for you. Would you like some water? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, this is the question we were like, do we ask this, don't we? But do we. Being, yeah, being um, uneducated straight people, douching. Mm-hmm. How long is how long does it take? Because I'm seeing all these memes where it's like when he comes over and it's the run the water's still not running clear. Like, is there an estimated time? Mm. <laughs> so I personally, actually, no. Everyone says that I've mastered the art of the douche. Okay, and wow. when I say everyone, I mean me and my seven <laughs> personalities. Right, yeah. It is an art form though. Okay, and it's mm. one that takes a lot of practice. Yeah, perseverance. And dedication to the sesh. Okay. So, 
you have your douche. Step yeah. one. Amazing. Love that for you. <laughs> you have a bit of lube as well. Yeah. Incredible. Stunning. You're going to need it. So you fill it up. Yeah. It's like a bulb. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what it is? Yeah. 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 So the bulb with the little funnel. Yeah. It kind uh, of looks like when you pump up a... Oh, like a toy. Like a toy, yeah. yeah. We'll, yes. Maybe we'll put it on the stories. <laughs> yeah, treat yourself. Well, yeah. <laughs> treat yourself. And so essentially you you do the deed mm. um, and then you wait to see what comes out. And, you know, the aim of the game is that you continue mm. until what comes out is just as clear as what came in. Mm-hmm. That depends on a lot of things. What have you eaten that day, mm-hmm. you know? No uh, red meat. Right, no red yep. meat. And sometimes it can take like anywhere between like four to, no, you know what, like two to like five or six goes, even okay. more. Okay. Just depends on your body. But sometimes it can be a really frustrating experience where you've been sitting there for half an hour. Yeah. And you're like, you're a dirty Literally. bitch. <laughs> The grinder, the doorbell's ringing. He's here. Yeah. Fucking hurry up. Pump, pump, pump. Because then there's like, you know, ideally there's a time period that you wait after you douche Mm -hmm. just to let things settle. Yes. Um, So a spontaneous douching can be dangerous. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for that. Yes. Educating us. Love Actually, that. Rub's dying to know. Yeah, dying to know. GPs, we're going to go to break, but stay around because Louis is going to be with us helping a listener question out. It's about a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to give us his own confession, if you haven't heard enough tea already. Uh, but make sure you follow us at Good Bitch Pod. We'll be right back. <laughs> Alright, GBs, you're back with Good Bitch with Jules and Jodes. Now, we're going to go straight back into our listener question and we're going to have the wonderful Louis put in his two cents as well. Mm-hmm. So, this is some toxic relationship advice. Okay, mm-hmm. so one of our good bitches currently getting out of a toxic relationship. She's about a year in. Mm-hmm. Now, before she was in this relationship, she said she had the highest of standards possible, would not put up with any shit. Until Mr. B mm-hmm. comes along. Mm-hmm. Mr. B, she's calling Ooh. him. Mr. B. Mm-hmm. Now, she said, when you've never experienced love before, you will literally put up with anything. From him not coming home Christmas Eve until 8 a.m. Christmas Day, ruining my Christmas, from kicking off if I spent time with girlfriends and not him, me having a bad day and not wanting to talk would lead to him being childish and ignorant, kickoffs that would end in pure apartment smash-ups. Oh. A total gaslighter. Now, I need some advice as we've just moved into our second home together. We've tried coming to an agreement, which will be, do we stay in separate bedrooms for the next three months until the lease is up so that we can get our bond back and sell the furniture? Or do I leave him and lose out on a minimum of $3,000 that I've put into our place? Being from overseas and not earning a lot of money, to start all over again feels very hard. Do I opt for my own sanity and peace or walk on eggshells? Brutally honest, please, girls. Louis, first thoughts. Dump his ass. Dump his ass. So you're a part of the dump, dump him lifestyle as we are. We're heavy on the dump him. Absolutely. And I know that, you know... 3k is is a considerable amount mm-hmm. of money mm-hmm. but girl your happiness is priceless yeah mm-hmm. right and so like what's the alternative you're going to just settle and and stay in this situation that makes you unhappy like 
no mm-hmm. you have to go you're in your prime mm-hmm. and you will find love like you will, you will. find someone again who yeah. appreciates you more yeah and won't smash up the apartment and gaslight you 100 percent. run I I think the, the only thing that you're wasting and it's something that we can never get back is time exactly and perhaps your own sanity that yeah. it sounds like you will get this money back again it, it will happen but you are going to yeah, ruin a lot of things if you keep staying just for the benefit of yeah of the money. I do have to say, bringing it to a serious note, please, mm. I do recommend that you call, you know, you're saying, I know you're joking, but when you're saying these apartment smash-ups, that's yeah. not normal mm-hmm. and that is not love. And yes. if you do feel in danger, I would recommend that you contact the police. Here at Good Bitch, we love to dish out advice but yes. we are no in no way professionals definitely absolutely yeah in any man that's that's sort of if you're doing pure she says pure apartment smash-ups i mean any man that's no. becoming violent or aggressive that's not love just mm-hmm. to be very clear yes um yeah this to me is a mess i absolutely agree with with both of you here she needs to get out seriously mm-hmm. i mean i don't know how else to say as someone that's actually been in toxic relationships and the healing process that i had to undertake after getting out of these situations it's like as you said jules you just can't get that time back mm-hmm. and like fucking therapy and all the woo-woo shit. Like mm-hmm. it costs money, babe. Like yeah. don't do that damage to yourself. Your sanity is worth. You can't put a price on that. Get out of there. Yeah, but we hear you. Yeah, we appreciate you, yeah. and we just want you to feel happy and safe. So, which you will eventually if you get yeah. out. You know. Yeah, we we really wish you the best. Okay. Confession time. Now I'm going to switch it up a little bit, Louis. I have asked you, what's something you've never told? Okay, this is hard though (laughs) because I'm very open about Mm. all aspects of my life Mm. and if I've done something like embarrassing or or shameful, there is at least like four people that I've told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so (laughs) um, there was – this isn't necessarily something I never told people. It's maybe a side of the truth Mm. that I may have kind of hidden. Okay. Let me explain. Please. There was one night with someone. It was a one night stand. We were both very, very litty. And he he stayed the night and we woke up the next morning and someone had we the bed. Okay. Okay. And I was like, 100%, it's not me mm-hmm. because I, no matter how drunk I am, I'll go to the toilet. Yeah. yeah. Like before I go to you bed, mm-hmm. which I did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we we woke up and neither of us acknowledged the the massive patch of urine that we were sleeping in. Neither of us said anything. <laughs> he got up quickly and he left. And so to all of my like besties, I was like, this boy motherfucking pissed the bed. <laughs> and I'm angry because yes. now I have to clean the sheets. There's mm. this like patch the stain. yellow outline. Yeah. On the mattress. Mind you, I was moving out the following week and that wasn't my mattress. Like, I had to leave the mattress there for the next person (gasps) to kind of... So, I was always like, he pissed the bed. Yeah. But my confession is, Mm -hmm. as the years go by, I'm starting to be more open to the idea that it might have been me. Wow. I'm not saying it was me. I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying it was him. But you know, the idea of me being responsible 
is now something that, you know, I'm not going to shy away from. Are you starting to piece things together or are you completely trying to suppress it because you definitely don't want to, you know, be guilty? <laughs> I'm – look, because he, he ran away at the beginning and mm. I always thought it's because he's so embarrassed, embarrassed. about himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I still think that's the case. But I think now I'm just taking accountability for all of the things <laughs> in my life and yeah. I'm trying to think about the other, you know, the other side of the fence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he could have just run away because he was like, this guy pissed the bed. Literally, he's like to his friends, you guys know that Louis Hansen guy off the internet? He fucking <laughs> yeah, he fucking pissed the bed. The bed. <laughs> and you know what? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I used to think it was 100% him. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to say it's like 92% him <laughs> and 8% me. Oh, my gosh. That's beautiful. That felt amazing. There you have it. Louis, thank you so much for being with us today. Where can our GBs find you? Uh, Louis Hansen on the gram Mm -hmm. and on TikTok. I think it's like Louis.Hanson. Someone took that fucking username. Oh, fuck that person. Your twin probably is out there just trying to ruin your life. twin. (laughs) GBs, make sure you follow him. He is hilarious. We are constantly reposting. Rate us five stars on Apple if you haven't already and follow us at Good Bitch Pod. We'll be with you next week. Thank you. Love you, bitches. Woo!